with our favorite child psychologist, Katiana Asman, discussing quality versus quantity. Right. So, Katiana, there is always this guilt that we parents feel when we don't spend enough time with our kids, right? Um, even spending like an hour or two on weekdays seems impossible. In your opinion, how much time is enough for a kid? Oh, that's a really, really tricky one, I think. Um, I think it really depends on a few things. And the first thing that comes to mind is really just sort of their age, right? Um, and the reason being is because quality is ultimately the main factor. But how much quality interaction can you get based on the time you have depends on the children themselves. So I imagine a younger child who would sort of engage in quality interaction via play and, inter- and, you know, and kind of like doing sort of like games and stuff with them that would involve more time than, say, if you were with a teenager. And having an honest conversation about their day might be something that you could pack into a smaller time frame as compared to a younger child. So I I kind of am very hesitant to tell parents how much time they should be spending with their kids daily. Um, But I kind of say that, you know, any time that you have to spare when you're not staring at a screen and when you're not kind of... um, you know, kind of busy doing something else where you can have a conversation and engage with your children is good enough. How do we sort of make sure that we are having quality time? You can still have quality time while you're prepping dinner together, right? Because essentially the marker of quality time is when you're able to have very sort of meaningful interactions with your child, right? So having, you know, good conversations, building positive memories, teaching each other. I like to say each other because sometimes our kids can teach us things yes. that we don't know, you yes. know? And so being able to have that type of interaction can happen when you're cooking, can happen when you're doing laundry, okay, right? Okay, um, Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, good. you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be like a sit down, like, tell me about your day yes. kind of situation, you know? Yeah. It is possible to do it while you're having a busy day. Again, it goes back to are you able to do that with younger children who might not have language skills very much there who might not have very good sort of attention spans Mm -hmm. for example so you might need to dedicate a little more time for the little ones just because you might not be able to get as meaningful a connection because of let's just say a five minute window you know as compared to kind of checking in with your teen for a 10 minute conversation would have a more meaningful connection I assume so I think it really isn't necessarily something that you have to carve out time for uh, I'm a big fan of having kids be a part of daily chores right, right? not that you're trying to do free labor or anything but <laughs> you know I, mean, <laughs> I think we've all kind of been subject to that um, yeah. at different stages of our life yeah. but you know I like being able to have kids kind of potter around the kitchen with you I like being able to teach kids how to you know sort laundries by color sort yes. your laundry yeah. by color um, and kind of help around the house even if you're on a work call and your child is young enough plonk a piece of paper next to you and have them do some coloring while you're on your call you know these are all little things that we can do and it kind of you know doesn't require for you to shut everything off and just focus on your child this may be an obvious but i think it'd be really good to establish why Mm. why is it so important for our child to get this time with us because remember that your interaction with your child is your child's first introduction to relationships right your child is going to (laughs) oh boy (laughs) i mean that what you're the types of interactions you're having with your child is going to set the building blocks for the types of relationships they you they have with the people in their life that's going to come in whether it's romantic relationships friendships relationships with co-workers these are all the types of things that we are teaching our children from the very very early stages of development right so no pressure uh, of course you know you're not going to be needing to teach your kids how to have a conversation with their bosses when they're about three or four um, but being able to teach things 
things like respectful communication, um, how to uh, be sort of mindful and open about other people's feelings and how to express your own. Those are all things that are super important. Um, and that's what you're teaching your child with quality time. So a lot of research has gone to show that children who are not capable or not able to bond appropriately with their parents at early stages do develop dysfunctional relationships in adulthood, whether it be professional or personal. And so that's why it's so important to be able to do this when they're young so that when they're older, it's kind of like riding a bike. They know what to do. You know, at times, even if, you know, the quality is great, you know, kids, they want more from us. They want Mm -hmm. to spend time with us, which is really lovely. Mm-hmm. But how can we give them more when there just isn't enough time to go around? Remember that you don't have to have a huge chunk of time in order to build some positive memories with your kids, right? And so, you know, wherever you have, that's why I'm a big fan of scheduling, especially during this whole work from home situation, right? You need to be able to schedule your day so that you know when you have sort of these pockets of time where you can do stuff with your kids, right? If you have a teenager at home who's on the gaming console all day, Like if you have 10 minutes, just kind of sit down and kind of hang out with them. (laughs) You don't have to get them to join you. You can join them, right? And and, and again, remember that it's about building positive memories with your child, right? And that could be sort of sitting down um, for him or her, teaching mom how to play this video game or being able to like do some, uh, engross yourself in something that they enjoy if you feel that you just don't have the time to get to go out and do something meaningful. That's also the other thing. You don't have to spend a lot of money. In fact, you shouldn't be spending a lot of money to have these types of interactions with your children. It should be something that's really easily accessible, right? Even the smallest pocket of time that you can give them and you don't have to make it a big production. You can just join them and that's already a positive. What are the adverse effects of a child who doesn't get enough time with their parents? Oh, so like, you know, we mentioned earlier that your interaction or your relationship with your child is going to be the first introduction that they have to relationships Mm. for the rest of their life, right? So you're setting the building blocks for it. So what we know about children who aren't able to have positive relationships with their parents or not have enough quality time is that they do, you know, in the younger ages, you will see a lot of behavior, right? A lot of attention-seeking behavior. I'm sure a lot of parents out here would know the term. So just kind of acting up, temper tantrums, playing up, because what children will learn very quickly is that the best way to get mom and dad's attention is to misbehave. So usually moms and dads will not let misbehaviors go unnoticed, right? So what they tend to do very, very quickly, just like how babies learn that when I cry, someone responds to me. I get food. Yeah, to get food. But but sometimes you'll have some kids just cry because they want to be cuddled or don't want to be put down. And so because they don't have language, crying becomes Mm. the way that they Mm. get these things. But as these kids get older, they will learn that hey notice how i said that they will misbehave to get mom and dad's attention Mm -hmm. it could possibly then become a pattern where they will have to do negative things or they feel they have to misbehave and do negative things in other relationships in order to get the same type of value looking at work romantics so on and so forth and this of course what you're talking about is all you know subconscious or unconscious right because it's Mm. not like you know five-year-old girls 
all right i've found it i've discovered it you know um mm-hmm. i'm just going to be naughty yeah exactly yeah. it's very much a learned behavior right so with kids you know that's why when we're working with younger children sort of in the clinical setting what we do is there's a lot of repetition involved in sort of our our behavior modification with them because that's how kids learn when there's a pattern they build, they live off patterns so if you have a child who has maybe consistently tried to engage with their parents and mom and dad is often shutting them down and not giving them time you are communicating to a child that that type of interaction is not acceptable or it's not accessible so if this kind of happens repeatedly now i want to say that because i don't want any mums and dads who are listening feeling guilty for all the times they told their kids like not right now later if you mm-hmm. do it a couple of times you're not going to damage your child they're going to um, grow up to be criminals <laughs> <laughs> unlikely right but if you have a consistent pattern of you know you could call it emotional neglect in a way mm-hmm. right um these children are going to grow to realize that they can't be open with their feelings they can't communicate in an in a in a logical way mom and dad kind of only look this way when i'm acting up right and so that might become the first and is often the first byproduct that we see in younger children i've seen it in teenagers as well where they will engage in really really problematic behavior in an effort to get mums and dads to pay attention so what we do know is when kids don't get this type of um, you know quality time or this type of positive interactions it will result in you know what i mentioned earlier dysfunctional relationships mm. so they're going to need to go to extremes in order to get people to pay attention and once again we are with our favorite child psychologist katiana asman <laughs> wondering we're not actually wondering anymore we know quality is important right yes i think we've always known quality yes. is important it's just kind of like when you're busy mom how much can you say okay at least i had that today so Correct. that we don't yeah. feel as bad yeah. um mm. and i suppose alongside that you mentioned earlier mm. about you know duration of time with a child uh, mm. varies according to sort of the age and obviously the type of child mm. but what type of activities in mm. your opinion would make for good quality time with our children this is sort of again subject to the different interests of your child but generally i love any type of activity that's creative for young children. So if we're looking at sort of uh, primary school and below, I'm a big fan of sort of any type of creative activity. Mm. So whether it's baking, cooking, making slime, you know, doing sort of arts and crafts. If your child is into sort of kind of just take your child's lead, right? Whatever your child's into, but if your child is kind of open to anything, I'm a big fan of kind of doing any types of arts and crafts and creative stuff because one, it's good for building focus. They can stay more engaged, right? It's something that's fun and it can something that you can get involved in. What you don't want to do or what you want to um, avoid doing is having any type of activity where your child is engaged in it and you're just kind of sitting there doing nothing right so <laughs> for younger children you do want to get your hands in there you do want to yeah. be able to get involved because that's how they're going to remember this the the memory right that's why it's it, it's quality time for them with your teenagers probably something they're not going to be interested in so kind of involve yourself or kind of find out what your child is keen on and then try to kind of get involved with that so whether your child is a sporty child and likes to kind of play football or basketball go outside throw a few hoops with them if you can right it's about showing your child that you are invested in creating memories with them and that you're wanting to get involved in things with them and as they get older that becomes more and more important right mm. because yes it is developmentally uh, appropriate that your child is going to start straying away from you being the main focus of their interactions but you want them to be able to know that you're still there whenever you need them and that that type of relationship is still healthy 
I was very concerned because like when you said arts and crafts and baking and everything, sure, uh, moms do that a lot. But for yeah. guys, I mean, like if we're the dads, yeah. um, most why of the time, can't they do that too? In a way, you yeah, can't. Yeah. Some parents can, do, some dads can do that. But I'm wondering, yeah. like taking your kid to a soccer game or something yeah. where they're actually just watching or watching a baseball game or whatever it is, that's not really quality time technically if you actually put it in that I mean, sense. I think, I think, you know, I've seen my fair share of dads who get involved in their kids' extracurricular activities and kind of get pretty invested in it, right? right? So right. showing your kid that you were paying attention and commenting on how they did and kind of like asking them sort of how the so game... So that is quality? Went. Yes, of course. Right. Because remember that quality time is about building positive memories and positive interactions with your child. And that can mean anything, again, depending on how old they are. So whether it's about being able to have interactions where mom and dad and I did something that made me happy, that was uh, something I enjoyed, something we did together. Or when your child is older, it's about being able to have an open conversation about something that they experienced during the day. That's quality time in my book. Katiana, we all need to rest and recharge. But parents yes. and children generally recharge differently. Mm. How can mm-hmm. we be parents and individuals at the same time so that we can ensure we do the right thing by our kids? I like this. So this is a this is a term that I use a lot in session. So it's kind of like the reason why when you're flying, if any of us remember what flying was like before this, vaguely going on this metal tin in the sky. Mm. Um, and so they always say, put the mask on yourself before you're dependent, mm. right? And the reason why they do that is because you, um, you know, you have a young person who is going to be 100% dependent on you. And if you're not in the position to be able to be your best self, to be able to uh, parrot them appropriately because you're burnt out, because you're frustrated, because you just are done with life, basically, then you are not in a position to be able to be the best parrot you can be. So recharging is extremely important. And I know mm. from doing this job that a lot of parents don't do that enough. They don't take, they don't have date nights anymore. They don't um, have moments of the day where they sit down with a cup of coffee it's not something that we do enough but it's extremely important and so going back again to you know what I mentioned about scheduling you don't need to have a military you know kind of very very OCD type schedule Mm. but just have an understanding of when your kids are going to be at school when your kids are going to be available and likely need your attention when you have meetings and that way you have an awareness of how much time you have to spend a day just to have you time I used to do the the Padang drive-by that was my, my thing What's so the Padang drive-by? The Padang drive-by was basically on the way back from something, you know, be it from work or whatever. And I was, you know, stress ball and it's only me, right? What am I going to mm. do? I would always make sure I had a drink from the petrol station or wherever I was, a nice coffee because I'd been out somewhere where they had a nice coffee shop. And I would stop by the Padang before going home and I would listen to a whole podcast or, mm. or watch an episode or something. Thank goodness for smartphones. But before, earlier, I used to also read a couple of chapters of a book. So that yeah. was my time. The car was running. I'd be wasting petrol with the aircon on but I'd be like by the park just giving myself that 20 minutes right. half an hour it's before your- walking <sighs> into the house yes. because otherwise I would be like honestly I would honestly feel like get away from me like I yep. I wouldn't be able to cope and that was upsetting me more than anything like I would want to go and hide in the bathroom or whatever and I'd be quite angry so mm-hmm. that was the only way I could kind of transition right. myself so scheduling me time at least once a day yep you become a better version of yourself for your kid precisely so what's your advice to parents who are unable to give kids the time that they need? You know, kids are extremely resilient, right? It's one of my favorite things about working with children is that they are extremely resilient. And oftentimes, we adults feel more guilt than they even recognize, right? Mm. So what I say is give your kids as much time as you can, right? Mm. There is no gold standard of 
how many minutes you're supposed to be dedicating to your child. But ultimately, it is something that, you know, you, sh- you know, as much time as you give your child, that is what they're going to be comfortable with, right? That's what they're going to be exposed to. Mm-hmm. So there is no amount of time that's too little. Even if it's just five minutes today and 10 minutes tomorrow and, you know, half an hour next week, so long as your child knows that mom and dad is going to make an effort to give me time as much as possible, mm-hmm. then that's going to be something that, that they're going to love regardless.